Hey, Alexa, what crap did John Hicks say this week on the radio? I'm sure I don't want to hear it, but I'm interested to find out. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. We'd love to hear from you here on The Retirement Solution Podcast. You can always drop us an email with any questions for John at retirementsolutionradio.com. And each week here on the show, John, our goal is to help people really understand more about what they can control about their retirement. And we always acknowledge the retirement solution is not the same for everyone. So we hope you'll pick up some tidbits here. And again, if you have any email questions for us, just drop us that email and we might answer those for you on a future episode. But update on a story we were talking about last week. I mean, at least for the millennials right now, it sounds like their avocado toast is safe. So that's good. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So if you've ever heard the show before, I, I know we've talked, Jennifer, we've talked about avocado toasts. This is a, this is a, like a, a breakfast of champions. Mm-hmm. And like for me, it was Wheaties. Yes. For me, when I was growing up, it was Wheaties. I had now, Cheerios. They mm-hmm. terrible. I mean, Wheaties weren't even good. They get soggy the very second you put the milk on it. Yeah. But I they put those people on the box that I wanted to be like, whoever it was. And so now instead of Wheaties, millennials like avocado toast, which is toast with avocado on it. And they charge like $17 for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if the tariffs had gone through, I guess that that would have made avocados like $12 a piece. Yeah. And so instead of paying, what, $17 for avocado toasts, all of our younger uh, folks out there would have been paying like $52 for avocado toasts. <laughs> but they would have been up in yeah. arms over yeah. this yeah. one. It's like, it's like the Starbucks of avocado toasts. Everything is very, very expensive at that point in time. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the things are going to work out. So yeah. So since last month... We've actually seen the market rebound a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe we're going to have a deal with China. That'd be great. And uh, and it looks like most of our friends south of the border are, we're, we're going to hopefully at least negotiate so for immigration and then also to get rid of some tariffs, which is good. Guys, we don't want tariffs. We don't want that. If it's a political arguing tool to kind of win a point, I get that. But we don't want tariffs. It's just a tax on us. And I know right. we've said that we before. Pay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, but the thing of it is, is that even if you're, you're pro the president, and believe me, I am pro the president when it comes to fiscal responsibility, to getting our stuff in gear, and, and to try to do the right thing when we come to being a, a capitalist in a business style world. Having said that, tariffs aren't good long term. So mm-hmm. we do want to correct these problems because, again, tariffs are just taxes on us. Now, Real quickly, one of the things I do want to say is the market is more volatile than it's ever been because of uh, the talks of tariffs. But the main thing is the economy, guys, is looking pretty okay. Actually, Rush okay, talked about this this yeah, week. He said Trump's he not did. getting enough credit for this right now. And, and, and there's truth to that. And when you look at where the economy was before uh, Trump was elected, it looked like we could potentially have a downturn. You know, Mathematically, we were going about seven years, almost eight years deep into a bull market, mm-hmm. it looked like we could have had a downturn. Now, when he was elected, I'll be honest, guys, and you guys remember this, he was met with a lot of uh, a force in the front end. Mark Cuban, of course, who's on Shark Tank, uh, who owns the Dallas Mavericks, he even said, if Trump wins, the market's going to free fall 50%, maybe more. I'm going to pull all my money out of the market, said Mark Cuban. What a fool he would have been so, had so he done wrong, that. Yeah. yeah. And so the point is, is that Trump has done a really miraculous job as far as deregulating industries, 
giving us the opportunity for companies to grow and to flourish. And frankly, even though we may not love the tactic, he's kind of beating up and negotiating with our trading neighbors. Now, we may not love the way he does it in the boardroom, quote unquote, because he's the president. We may expect something different. But the end results, guys, are really not so bad. And I I do think uh, there's so much negative press out there. He's not been given that. I think Russia is right on that. So when you look at it, the economy is still moving forward. There's no recession necessarily at hand. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we need to be complacent if we're going to retire because we still have to generate income. Now, one of the things that has come out is that they could potentially reduce interest rates again, potentially. Okay. By the end of the year. Now, we don't know if this is going to happen. Some other uh, outlets say that they could raise interest rates. We don't know what's going to happen. But if rates keep falling, we don't want to put all of our money, though, at risk. Because we are 10 years deep into a bull market. Even though things look good, things happen. And we can't control them. Some tweets, obviously, in May (laughs) can mess up the market a little bit. So the point is, if you want to retire, we can all do better just by knowing a little bit more about ourselves. If you felt uncomfortable last month, I get it. A lot of my clients felt uncomfortable too, but they know they have a plan in place. Mm -hmm. They know they can sleep at night. They know their income is going to come in no matter what the markets do. They know their estate plans in check. They know their taxes are as low as we can potentially pay. And more than that, they know that someone's watching it. And it's not just lip service. We watch it all. So if you don't have that, you need to seek that out. That may be good for most people. And that's the way to reduce risk even if you do have your money in the market, Jennifer. Yeah, I think a lot of us are concerned about that right now, John, but you bring up a good point. If interest rates do go down again, I mean, that kind of shoots us in the foot if we're a conservative investor, maybe looking at CDs and those types of things. I mean, that hurts our rates there, right? Absolutely. And if you think about it, most people have some money in the market, potentially, and they have some money on the safe side, right? With Mm -hmm. uh, banks or CDs or insurance companies or whatever we do. And the whole idea is if interest rates go down again, where on earth do we go from there? I mean, CDs were finally getting halfway decent at a whopping two and a half. And I was talking to a couple a few weeks ago, and they have almost $3 million in CDs mm, that wow. aren't paying even 2%. Wow. If they could just get 3.5% on their money, their income goes tremendously up. It's a ton of money. And so the whole point is, where can we get that? Those things are available out there, guys, but you got to seek them out. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, do status quo. But you don't take more risk either. So if interest rates go lower, the question is, what can we do? We just want to find a way to make certain that our money's protected, that we can earn slightly better rates of return. It's about doing better. Not doing perfectly, mm-hmm. doing better. That's the whole idea. So if you can get, instead of 15 or 2% at a bank, if you can actually get a properly structured plan that can give you 35 to 4.5%, that's a tremendous difference. So when these things happen, it's not about doing perfectly, it's about doing better. And we're going to win long-term. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Drop us an email with yours at retirementsolutionradio.com. This market seems to be tied solely right now to politics. Any little whiff of news from Trump or from Democrats seems to kind of set things off. So how are we supposed to adjust to this kind of news-driven market? You know, everyone always focuses, Jennifer, on uh, on the big picture. And, and sometimes it's really important, you know. Are we going to make it, you know, do we have the right plan out there? But when it comes down to the broad markets, you got to understand most people, it's about our personal economy. It's about do we still have a job that pays us enough to pay our bills, right? And if we retire, are we going to have enough personal situation going to work out like income? 
You know, the, one of the things that I, I always think about, so the economy can go up and down and left and right, but I always think about my granddad. My grandfather was, he, he had two pensions. He had a state pension from the state of Tennessee, and then he also had a military pension. And by the time he passed away, he still had almost $10,000 a month of income that came in every single month. Wow. So if you think about it, if you have that kind of income come and oh, by the way, my granddad wasn't a rich man. When he was working, he only made no more than like $34,000, $35,000 a year from what we can wow, gather. Wow, but yeah. his retirement income was that solid? It, it just kept wow. growing over the years, and it was basically because of pensions. Now, so few of us have those anymore. Mm-hmm. The ones that of us that do have that, it, it's a good feeling. But the idea is, is that no matter what the economy did, Jennifer, for my granddad, he still knew that he had money coming and he could spend each and every month. Mm-hmm. That is how you sail those seas and not freak out all the time. Not worry every time a big wave is going to potentially hit the boat if you're going to capsize. Because at the end of the day, he knew he had enough money to work it out. So the economy, guys, is in pretty good shape. And I want everyone to know this. From every economic indicator that we can see, the economy looks pretty good. Trump has done some pretty darn good things. And we have kind of erased a lot of the bad things that has happened over maybe the last 12, 15, 20 years. And it's kind of positive. Having said that, <laughs> these good times don't last forever. Yeah, we know that. And so, right. And that's, but that's why I think people say, oh, the politics of things are really what everyone is concentrating on. We live in a very politicized world. But let's don't focus on that for one second. For one second, let's think about it. Do you know, think about that. Do you know where your income is going to be coming from? Is it going to be coming from a pension? Is it going to be coming from Social Security? Is it going to be coming from your investments? What if those investments lose 10%? What if they lose 20 or 30%? What if they lose 50%, like in 2008, maybe? Or for some of us, maybe like it did in 2000 to 2002. Can you sustain that income? If your answer to that is, I don't know, or wow, that's what keeps me up at night, this is a simple fix. It just means that you don't have an income plan. Mm-hmm. Now, any one of us can get this. You can go online to TIAACREF. You can potentially go to Vanguard. But those are just 1-800 numbers and some people in cubicles <laughs> who may or may not know you. Now, now, listen, these are great companies. I love these companies. We use these companies all the time. But what I really would love people to do is to really seek out an individual who can truly walk you through retirement. Maybe that's our firm. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's someone else you hear on the radio or see on TV or you know from your church. And that's all good stuff. But when things get weird, and guys, I think they're going to get a little weird. We just want to make sure that we feel confident there's someone in our corner to walk us through that. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to worry about the broad economy. You have to know how your situation is going to work out for you. Because believe it or not, even though my granddad did a good job saving, if he had nothing just because he had that income stream, he was going to be fine forever. We can all potentially achieve something like that, but we have to seek it out. It doesn't happen automatically unless you worked for a great company that's going to give you an unbelievable amount of money in pension funds. Most people don't do that these days. So here's what I would say about the economy. It's going to be fine, but it's going to have ups and downs. If you're uncomfortable with that, get an income plan probably first. Mm -hmm. And if your income's fine, then make sure you're not having sleepless nights for no reason. Here's where I worry about politics right now, John. I mean, we know that next year is election year. It already seems like election season's in full swing with all the Democrats speaking every day. And I worry, okay, what if things do swing the other way? Because all those tax changes that have gone into effect, all this economic progress could go out the window. So I worry about what happens next year. 
Does that concern you? Jennifer, don't be worried. <laughs> okay, I came Bernie. in on my lunch break. <laughs> I came in on my lunch break. This is Bernie Sanders. I want everyone to know out there, you should feel confident, confident in my abilities to be mediocre. <laughs> America mediocre. has had far too much awesomeness for far too long. <laughs> and I want to make sure that we all understand if you want America to be mediocre for once, you want to vote for someone like me. I'm 77. I'm just now in my depends, and I am ready. I'm ready to lead this country to mediocrity. Mediocrity, whatever you want to call whatever it. Whatever word that is, yes. It's what I do. Now, but how much do we hear this crap, though, guys? Yeah, everyone is going to run against the president. Everyone's trying to just do better. One up Trump, right? <laughs> mediocre is better than whatever we got. If it's good, I don't believe you. Uh, mediocre is better. I hate all this stuff. And, and by the way, why is it bad? Who is being hurt from a burgeoning economy from, believe it or not, real wage growth? This is the first real wage growth we've seen since 2004. Yeah. That I think most of us are actually feeling it this time, right? Exactly. Yeah. And yes. And so when you think about these things, there are a lot of positive things happening. Now, can it go this way forever? Nope. No. But when we look at these types of things, what we really have to ask ourselves is, why is it so political? What is going on? Well, because we're in a political atmosphere. But the one thing we do never need to do, and this is, listen, I'm not picking on Bernie Sanders as a human being. I respect him as a human being. He knows what's going to potentially get him elected. So he wants to go to the middle. I don't think that's right for the country. I don't think it's even close to right for the country. No one wants socialism. And that's what that is. I don't believe in that. That's not what I work for. Hopefully that's not why you guys are going in there and punching the clock. I know it's not. I know that's not why you're listening to this show today. Not because you want everyone to have the same pile of nothing. You actually want to work for what you're doing. That's why I do believe in responsibility, fiscal and political responsibility. I want us to win long term. And I don't mean beat the other person. I want us to get what we can all get because we've collectively worked hard as individuals. I don't want to go ahead and put the money in a pot and distribute it out. I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. That's not how the system works in my mind. Otherwise, what's the incentive to work harder There's if the none. government's just going to take it away? Zero. I don't believe in that. So the Bernie Sanders comments, the Elizabeth Warren comments, Ugh. even the Joe Biden comments, I don't dislike these people, but I will never vote for them because they don't believe the real American dream. It's not raising the lowest people up. It's so that we can do what we choose correctly as long as we're not hurting other people. We truly believe in our own happiness and our ability to create. We don't need the government to give it to us. The great Ronald Reagan said the biggest problem of the American government is the American government. Hmm. We don't need more government. We don't need more taxes. We need less of it and more incentive to work for it. That is the American dream. Ronald Reagan was a hero of mine, not just because he spoke well, he looked good, he had a certain persona that could swing either side. Ronald Reagan was civil, he was real, and he understood because he was in the highest tax bracket. Ronald Reagan alone is one of the first people to help bring that tax bracket down. The other side wants to raise it right back up, make the highest marginal tax rate 90%, by the way, guys, in 1960 to 1963, the lowest marginal tax rate was 26%. Hmm. Most retirees would fall in the 38% tax bracket. Wow. So think about that real quick. So if you're about to retire or you're retired, 
Imagine if nearly 38% of every dollar went to the government. That's just federal, not even state. And so if you think about that, Ronald Reagan fixed that. That's what I want to cherish. That's what I want to think about. Bernie Sanders doesn't have a clue on what that means. He's been a career politician. It has nothing to do with him as a bad person. It's simply, he's not for me. So if you don't believe in that other side, what are you willing to do for your responsibility? How are you making it better for you? How are you making it better for your kids and grandkids? Do you have a legacy plan? Do you have that estate plan that potentially leaves everything you've got times two to the next generation? If you don't know how that works, seek someone out. Even if it's not us, it doesn't matter to me. Do better today. Do better forever. But the main thing is understand I'm on your side. We worked hard. We sacrificed. We struggled. It's ours. So let's find the way to keep it in our pockets and less than Uncle Sam's. Connect with us at retirementsolutionradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.